Libertarians podcast episode 219. I'm mm. here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Philip Dassing. What's going on? Kylie Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> and a newcomer to the program, Cal Molinay. Friend of Kylie Wagner. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so hot. Where'd you guys meet? Like the men's room in Arby's? I do not know. Did you tell him about that? <laughs> I had to give him the reach around. It was a courtesy. Elliot, dude, I'm excited to have you on the, the podcast. Uh, last summer, I, I met you in, in person for the first time at uh, Anarchon. And you put on Anarchon in, in an, or around um, Richmond, Virginia, correct? It's in uh, Gore, Virginia at a private campground um, called The Cove. And it's the only campground. I looked at maybe 100 campgrounds. It's the only one that has a gun range on site. Whoa. Yeah. So nice. you can shoot whatever you want. My friend uh, brought a 50 cal <laughs> rifle. So nice. big gun. You can shoot anything you want up there. Uh, swimming lakes, uh, trails, campfires. I mean, I, bullets, guns, uh, Liberty Talks, campfire talks, all that stuff. It's like, I don't know, good time out in the woods. Yeah, like I came out there last year with uh, Alex Miller, and, and both of us thoroughly enjoyed it. It, it was just a, a great time hanging out. Um, it was, yeah, awesome. Thanks for putting it on, dude. Yeah, we're going to do it again this year in uh, August 16th to the 18th, uh, so Friday to Sunday. Uh, there's no admission. It's just regular camping ground admission. It was, I think, like 13 bucks or something like that a day, 24 hours. Uh, and then on Saturday, uh, we do like a burning of a Leviathan. So last year's is a big fish. My friend is going to redesign maybe something bigger. I was thinking like, what's a symbol that people don't mind burning? And I'm not talking about constitutional flags. I'm thinking one would be <laughs> like uh, Uncle Sam. Nobody really minds if like a caricature of Uncle Sam burns, right? Mm-hmm. And people mm. kind of look at him as like a tax collector. Nobody, nobody holds him to heart, you know, to say, oh, you know, he's a relic. I hope not. Oh, right, yeah. Kyle uh, might, that would definitely, Kyle might. definitely upset a lot of people. I mean, I, I wouldn't really be upset, but oh, uh, whatever, I know, <laughs> whatever. I know, I know that a lot do. of people would not be able to handle that, Ta- especially if you had like American flag pants. Kyle, what if we burnt a road, dude? What's that? What if oh. we burnt a road? Well, that, that'd be hard to set a road on fire. Could we get oh, a really? piece Not of a really. road and yeah. bring it up there? And <laughs> Have you ever seen a car accident? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... Um I just don't see that being that glorious. It's like a road is flat, right? So it's it's not. You want something that's tall, like the Uncle like a Sam. Bridge. I could see like a bridge. You want like a Burning Man, right? It's tall. People can see it. Yeah. Like a road. It's like. That's fair. You know, that's fair. It's gonna be about like as exhilarating as like a snake. You know, so, the snakes on Fourth of July. So, uh, Cal, how how long have you been doing Anarchon for now? Uh, several years. I think this will be our fifth year going. Uh, so tennis is in anywhere between 50 to 100, uh, and we have the entire field to ourselves. It's uh, Camp uh, Six. You can do whatever you want out there. Uh, there's no like uh, like noise complaints. You can be as loud as you want. You can do whatever you want. Uh, and it's uh, from here, pretty close. I will say maybe an hour drive out west. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I really want to tell like all of our listeners if, if you're anywhere close to driving distance uh, or flying, hell, if you want to fly. But uh, you know, go to uh, this, and you guys are pretty close to Richmond, though, right? Like, yeah. Uh, well, it's just, just to give people like a point of reference as to where they would be uh, traveling to. An hour west of DC. Okay. Uh, yeah, went near Winchester. 
So yeah, if you're really? in that, so, yeah. it's how close this. Okay, yeah. I thought this was. Yeah, really close. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah if, I you, if you fly in, you take in Dulles, and you're pretty much right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not even that far at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I thought it was totally awesome, and uh, I, I just think we we need more people at this thing. And I think if people had any idea, they they would definitely come because it's really cool, dude. Right. I, when I went to Porkfest in 2012, I got the idea from them, but uh-huh. then like the drive all the way up there is like takes like the whole day, right? Well, yeah. And, and yeah. The, the thing is, like, why can't we have more festivals like that all over the country? Right. Well, they just uh, had. Uh, Childerberg was uh, this Childerberg. Yeah, Childerberg. It's the uh, like the guys who do Friends Against Government uh, podcast put it together, and it's in Texas. And it's supposed they're pretty much it's like pork fest of Texas, right? They, they also did a Somali fest. It takes week uh, takes place a week before pork fest. Really? <laughs> they're, they're they're just gruntled free staters who <laughs> oh, <laughs> get okay. together, yeah, yeah, and do like uh, the anti pork fest festival. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, Peace and Liberty uh, Midwest uh, Peace and Liberty uh, Festival out in uh, in Michigan near um, Detroit. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of those people. I, I think I yeah. did hear something about that. It definitely yeah. interests me. So are these all people that moved out there like since uh, the economy went to shit and you get all this property for really cheap? Out there, uh-huh. Midwest? Uh, no, they do it on a private campground. But they got oh, okay. a good group out there going. Uh, I mean, down here, we got a good Nova group. We got a. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that there's a, a lot of going on here in Baltimore, too. So that's, you know, that's pretty cool. You guys have been doing this for four years now. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Richmond, we call it uh, Liberate RBA. That's the name of our group. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been doing that since 2012. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think uh, this is something that can't continue to get smaller, it really continues to get bigger. And That's I what think, she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and her name bring was a, Kylie. Kylie. And bringing a festival <laughs> closer to home, I think, uh, makes it more worthwhile than having to drive uh, a whole day up through uh, New Hampshire. Mm. How many people um, came, like, last year? Uh, 50, 60. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. Decent uh, size. I think Did the furthest that someone came was all the way from Canada, this wow. uh, French-Canadian. Wow, wow. Yeah. Hmm. How many could the campground uh, accommodate? Like, Probably a thousand. Okay, yeah. so it has room to grow, and you can keep it at that location. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You might have already said this, but which campgrounds is uh, it at? Camp Six. Camp Six. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the people that host it say, "Hey, we'll, we're happy to just reserve it for you guys, no cost." Well, yes. also, can nice. um, people wow. can also just go on Facebook right now, and You're they right. could type in. Well, you don't want to go it's, right now and leave our program. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah stay here. After open program, up another tab, bro. Yeah. yeah. After the program, you know, you could type in uh, Anarchon, Anarchon 2019. 2019. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've seen the page, just, and uh, yeah, I just thought you know we should fuck tell people about that. Yeah, man. it's, fuck, it's a good awesome. coalition of the Baltimore group, the DC group, uh, Nova, and Richmond just to come and converge together and uh, liberate. <laughs> yeah, man, it's definitely great times. Get and, liberated, uh, man. Yeah, I, I definitely want to make it out there again this obliterated. year. Obliterated. Get obliterated. Yeah, you might own a couple nights there after a couple whiskeys and other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a totally awesome party, and the whole time you're just like chilling with all these like liberty minded people that are you know local to semi-local you know yeah. um it, it, it's just really awesome tool to you know just meet people and also have a good time I mean, yeah uh, there's some talks too like i think the most interesting one was a guy uh, my friend of mine uh, dimitri who actually uh, escaped the chernobyl disaster uh, wow. his parents uh had a friend who knew that the rate the readings were way off and warned uh his parents that you guys need to get the hell out of here oh my god uh, oh, wow. yeah so like they put him on a plane and just sent him as far as they can 
because uh, everyone that got involved, even in the cleanup, uh, died. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like even people who like you have like ten seconds to pick something up and drop it off died. Uh, they did parades with like kids to show like nothing's wrong, everyone's dead. Mm. Uh, so it's funny because like that TV show just came out. But it's even funny. I don't know if it's true that Russia. It wants to come out with their own program. Yeah, I heard And it. say, like, uh, the U.S. spies came up there to, you know, the CIA, sabotage yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all the U.S.'s fault, right? I'm sure. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. I recommend everyone come in there. There's no uh, Anarchon tickets, uh, prices, or anything like that. It's just the like campground uh, prices and uh, good time in late August. So come on down. Yeah, man. Awesome. Uh, dude, I'm already sold, man. What it's, exactly it's, are the dates again? August 16th to the 18th. 16 to the 18th. Yeah. Does it okay. have a is it is a crypto community involved? Hey, uh, I Phil, like I think I heard it's bring your own chair. <laughs> BYOC. Funny, it's all funny. Yeah, I think like Porkfest, the crypto guys are really involved in that. Or I, I have a friend there who bought a uh, it was a hybrid car, has the license plate Bitcoin. Uh, he paid a thousand bitcoins for it. Jeez. Whoa. I don't yeah. know how much. Uh, uh, that's, uh, Sounds like that's a lot. Like seven million. Right yeah, now. Uh, like today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, you get a lot of base. There's some people who don't like crypto. It's just completely Peter Schiff line that you know it's uh, it's not backed by anything. Who controls it? That sort of stuff. But there's a good lively debates. So that's kind of the stuff that you want. Doesn't end up with uh, you know knives thrown or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> Although, mm-hmm. like what I think you're mentioning uh, here, there's a boxing thing going on uh, where if you have uh, disputes, you fight each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah dude right. great segue into topic number five <laughs> <laughs> okay. i forgot that they're listed like that no no I, I, dude, i'm good. just fucking around yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter dude um wait what yeah, is but, this though but i'm actually interested in what is this uh the baltimore mayor proposed um public boxing matches for people to settle their disputes instead of shooting each other. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. This is, is wait, great? This, yes. The, the interim mayor? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's, he's considered interim mayor. I mean, he was the... Um, well, he's I mayor think, until the next election. Yeah, right? for the listeners that don't know, our, our last mayor... Jared, the, the mayor is always mayor until the next election. Resigned in disgrace. So the Baltimore uh, City <laughs> the Baltimore City chairman uh, was appointed the new mayor. Um so we had a corruption scandal. Our old mayor is gone, and now we have this new guy. And obviously his b- number one issue is, is crime. That's the number one problem in Baltimore City. So he thinks that we, to curb the violence, maybe if we give people um, boxing ma- you know, boxing option, that they will. that's how they'll settle their disputes instead. Like I don't this know. is a serious proposal. Yes. It wasn't just like a casual, <laughs> like, oh, well. I mean, I think he's probably, he may have been spitballing a little bit, but I mean... You know, I've seen kind of like mixed reaction online because some people are saying, well, you're just teaching people to continue to settle their disputes with violence when we really want people to stop using violence. Mm. And then other people are like, hey, you know, it's better than shooting each other. Right. It can't you know, it can't be worse. So let's give it a shot. Um, Is this facilitated on the taxpayer dime? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, then I'm not, I'd not a fan. I'd rather have boxing than people running around with paint guns well, and just paintball guns. Well, and yeah, that was a, does yeah. a dumb thing, too. Jared, maybe they could yeah. sell tickets, though, Detroit. and have the program pay for itself. I mean, they, so, already, yeah, I mean, they already have boxing matches that you can go fair. watch and pay for tickets. So I don't know how this would be different. I don't know if he envisions, like, the town square. They would set up a ring and... You know, I have no idea. And just think about how that makes Baltimore look. I mean, we already look. I, bad. I think every yeah. I think at this point, you like, know, 
I mean, I guess could it get any worse? <laughs> well, it's like a coliseum. Yeah. I think it's a it good distraction is. for that. Right. Uh, but maybe it's the way to make dueling great again. <laughs> what happens? I, I think a lot of people talk crap. You know, there's this libertarian thing, like you know, words are not violence or anything like that. But there's some words that kind of seems like to initiate violence. Like you know, you're at a bar, someone says something to, about your wife. It's like, okay, that means you want to fight. I'm yeah. happy to fight, right? Right. Maybe not the establishment, but let's go outside and fight. Um, so I think. Uh, Dueling maybe puts people in a place to kind of respect each other more in a way. Cause, yeah, uh, I see that. But I'm also of the belief that most of these incidents of violence aren't really premeditated. <laughs> They're kind of spontaneous emotional responses. A heated argument gets set and then people, someone pulls out a gun, shoots. It's not like... Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get that guy later tonight. Yeah, I'm going. I mean, I'm sure that happens, but it's just like I, yeah. I and then like, how do like let's say it's like a drug, like a drug related thing, right? Are they gonna be like, like do you? What's the process gonna be to sign up for one of these things? Like, do you have to say what your reason for fighting is? And people aren't gonna be like, oh, well, this guy like ripped me off of for like two ounces. Yes, and if the person <laughs> doesn't show up, he's a coward, uh, and he gets called out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, and the police I'm, will be sitting there like, okay, we're just arresting everyone saying, coming I'm to fight. It, pra- it, like, practically speaking, in Baltimore right now, like, no one's going to come forward and be like, oh, yeah, I want to fight this guy because he ripped me off for, you know, a kilo of, of You make of up coke. code words. He ripped me off for, you know, grass, sure. you know? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what motivates all of the shootings in Baltimore. I don't know how many are, if you look at a percentage, like, how many are just heat of the moment, someone disrespected someone else, and how many are drug-related? <laughs> Right, like it's it's hard. I don't have any data on that. You know what? Maybe this is how we should choose our politicians. Right. So if you want to be <laughs> this council and sit on the council seat, you have to fight for that position. Yeah, if you have any- to defend that position. And when somebody beats you, then all of a sudden they're in charge. Right. You're right. They can challenge you. Right. <laughs> yeah. To be a city council member number four or something like that, or be a superintendent. Well, you know, I mean, historically, I mean, how effective were duels at reducing violence? Yeah, because, like, I mean, think about this. There is data on this, I'm sure, right? And, like, how many of these duels would possibly turn into, like, a gunfight later? Well, when I when I Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like if you whoop someone's ass and humiliate him in front of, like, all of Baltimore City. Nice. What do you think he's going to do after that? You might actually have more of that. (laughs) I thought a duel was a gunfight, right? You know, you slap the guy with the glove, you do ten paces. A duel is a gunfight. Yeah, but. Right? Yeah. And then you say no reconciliation. (laughs) Yeah. I demand satisfaction. (laughs) Could you. Uh, have someone fight in your stead, like Game of Thrones style. Mm. You know, uh, that's a good point, dude. Right? Uh, Just find the biggest, baddest person at, <laughs> at your gym. And they just be generally like, dude. say, you know, every if you do leave it up for uh, politicians, and this is a way how to get those seats. They generally say people are more conservative or libertarian leaning. Uh, do work out more, and this would be a great way to kind of remove a lot of the liberals <laughs> in office. Right? Yeah. Let's just have foot races. Nice, modern right? solutions for modern problems. <laughs> or <laughs> here's a novel idea and the drug war. Yeah, right. Or just well, do that. <laughs> yeah, but this is more fun. <laughs> a spelling contest. Okay. <laughs> so one of our fans has suggested a spelling contest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there would be no winners. <laughs> yeah. Spell that. Yeah. Jeez. All right, I want to cut in and remind everybody that we have a Patreon now. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, because uh, Facebook hit us pretty hard, blah, blah, blah. So uh, if you go to. <laughs> Don't blah, blah, blah If you go to, like, uh, patreon.com, uh, put in punk rock libertarians, 
Uh, if you contribute a minimum of $1 per month, you will gain access to our After Hours program, which we record right after this one. So hit us up there if you can. If not, just uh, tell your friends about us. You know, that, that would go be to awesome. hell. <laughs> wow, dude. If you're not yeah, signed up for the Patreon, you that's can go just to hell. Phil. And if you want to fight Phil in a boxing match, <laughs> yeah. We will set that up. It's a dollar. I can tell people to go to hell if they don't want to pay a dollar. <laughs> Who would you choose, uh, past or present, to fight in a boxing match? Wait, say that again? Who would you choose, past or present, if you can bring him right now to fight? Who that would I could fight them? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> or John Keynes. Yeah, but what if... What John if, Maynard Keynes. Yeah, what if Hitler beat your ass, though? Like, what if you, like, you got... N- Beat, like damn, Hitler knocked me know, the dude. fuck he out. He kind of looks dude. like a little bitch. Though. He's he was, a war, he, he's he's a war veteran. Yeah, but right? uh, <laughs> he might know some stuff. But right? he was an artist too. All right. <laughs> yeah, but he was one of the ones that died though, dude. If Wait. you're a vet that dies, mm. um, <laughs> I always imagine like who would win in a fight, like Jesus or Muhammad or something like that. Like Muhammad was a warrior, warlord, and stuff like that. But then I'm thinking, yeah. you know, like Jesus also had to carry that, you know, fifty-ton cross on his back. You know, you got to be could kinda, also like walk on water. You got to be swole to kind of carry yeah. that kind of log. Yeah. What if Jesus oh, used the it, force against he Muhammad? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he wouldn't fight though because his whole thing was turn the other cheek. Yeah. That means if somebody smacks that's you not in true. The, if somebody smacks you in the face, you turn the other cheek. So but dude, what about him like flipping over the he, fucking right, like tables? He flipped and shit. over. T- he he has some aggression. He's in got him. a little little yeah. angry yeah, he streak. Was little, in him. He was a little mad at your people selling stuff know, on man. the Sabbath, yeah, right. man, on the temple. Yeah. We've suffered ever since. I don't see him as I don't see him as a fighter. I don't see him as a fighter. Thanks, Jesus. He's more like a keto. Use your own strength Jesus. against them. You wouldn't want to fight somebody that was like good, like Hercules or something like that. You would just get no, killed, dude. Like half man, half God? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, let's not do that, no, dude. I don't want to fight some you dude. You want to fight like uh, Stephen Hawking. I'll fight more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. <laughs> so a guaranteed right, win. I'll fight Gandhi. Christopher. Uh, Christopher Gandhi. Reeves. Gandhi. It's like, stop sleeping with little kids, you fucker. And just like, shit out of Christopher Reeves. I've <laughs> heard something about David Bowie sleeping with 13-year-olds uh, right? recently. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, and like these people are kind of like all-stars for like progressives and stuff like that but you know Jesus. it's kind of different when it comes to like they're rock stars for themselves um i'd probably fight marks i mean mm. that's probably that's my main easy one right yeah, one. maybe one where like you can Dude. change the course of history you know? tag yeah. team it yeah. man angles and marks versus you and like who, who would you pick who else who would be your tag team who, member uh mises oh yeah <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah yeah i just wonder i just wonder yeah. even yeah. if marks hadn't even if marks hadn't come around i still feel like some form of socialism would have emerged. Well, there was always know? socialism, uh, he, but they're all kind of crazy socialism, like stuff saying like the end goal of socialism. We all have like ant lions, and everything will be anti-animals, and they'll come to you, be offered for you to eat them, and the whole oceans will be full of Kool Aid, <laughs> and you'll spend most of your time having orgies and sex. And then Marx came like this. Is Sir, I'd like crazy. to sign up for your philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your religion again? <laughs> uh, and then Marx says uh, he. Erased all that and just said this is scientific socialism and just kind of went a different approach and just kind of threw a lot of shade at all the other French uh, socialist philosophers. Mm. Uh, so I don't know, maybe. Um, yeah. Hmm. But it seems to be at the right place, right time to kind of change right. our crap ideology to, to where it is. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I think, like, I always like to think, like, who's the most damaging towards like society or Western civilization? Mm. Marx. Um, Mohammed, uh, Wagner, Wagner, <laughs> Wagner. 
Yeah, Kane. Kane. Someone said Kane's. Hitler's, Kane's mo- right? Hitler's yeah. mother. I'd fight Hitler's mother. <laughs> I don't. We yeah. don't really follow a Marxist. We don't have a Marxist system. You no. Know? I mean, Kyle, we've got Republican socialism. And I, I argue with like social, like real socialists on Facebook all the time, and they they want something completely different than what, what we have. You know, they want worker ownership of the means of production, and they think wages are slavery and all that. And most of the population doesn't believe that. No, you know, like they like that, so, like the term mixed economy. I better. mean, yeah, you had the Soviet Union, <laughs> so you could if you take Marx out, maybe there would have been no Soviet Union. Maybe no Nazi Germany. Fuck, I don't know. Take in Wilson. I'll, I'll beat the shit out of Woodrow Wilson in a match. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. That, yeah. that dude was a scumbag, and he's the reason why all this shit is the way it is. You could say uh, <laughs> the 10 planks of communism have already been uh, uh, instilled in our right. society. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a good, good uh, argument. Closer to Marxism. Uh, but most people don't believe that. Like, maybe they might support some politicians who believe some of those planks. But for the most part, people are just like, yeah, they, they people you know, just want free shit. It's a trillion yeah. dollar, you know, a trillion dollar indoctrination machine. It's has, like half of the half of these people in like the DSA, like the Democratic Socialists, people that claim to be in that group or claim to have sympathies towards them. When you when you when you go through their plank and you show them they they want to have the workers owns the means of production. You explain to them what that is. They're like, oh, I don't want that. I just I just want free health care. You know, yeah, right? Yeah. Just want, you know, give me that. But you know, those are the people. I mean, that's what kind of what they're relying on is people's ignorance that so they can sort of push their ideology out there, get them latched onto a few of their sort of core policy changes, and then kind of just sneak it in. You know, under the radar. Like Venezuela. Right. You guys see that they have to write on their arms now numbers so to know what your place in line is for these governments, supermarkets, supermarkets. Whatever they have left of garbage they're kind of feeding out to these people. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Where, where have I seen that before? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But they're writing on, they got them to write it on themselves now. Right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's insane. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, no, next on the topics uh, on YouTube, they're deleting a lot of uh, Nazis this week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, Nazis, uh, quote unquote. Yeah, they're yeah. De- deleting historical footage yeah. of Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm sure any any uh, self-proclaimed white white supremacists or neo-Nazis have long mm. been banned from YouTube. I would think. Well, yeah, and this is it's funny though because this is like a thing that Hitler did, right? Burning books. You know, like burning history, censorship. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, you know, I, I think we all. I don't know about you guys, but I one time I came to the realization where I was just like, "Wow, YouTube's so cool because it's gonna like, you know, document these things forever. You know, they're, they're like permanently on record or something." And now, like YouTube is like changing history or trying to. Well, they're the censors now, and it, it puts all, the libertarians in an awkward position because we're usually the ones like, "Yeah, privatize it and privatize this," and then. You have a private entity doing the censorship that usually government would be doing. Yeah, but well, you can oppose censorship without saying, "Well, I want the government to come in and and regulate this." Right? I mean, you can say, "This is bad. I don't like what this company is doing." That doesn't mean I want someone to show up with a gun to the head of YouTube and say, "Put these videos back up." There's a distinction with a difference there. I would say. All right. You know, but. Um, but I do think it is it is bad to be because we need to remember these things. We need to keep these in the consciousness of society 
so that we don't allow it to repeat itself. And, you know, all the people that say, like, oh, Trump's Hitler, Trump's Hitler, not if you're paying attention. Like, he, you know, there, there's certainly a, a difference between the two. And, but that aside, you know, just making sure that we can see, like, what does it look like when people are, like, whipped into, like, a nationalistic fervor uh, that has, you know, a, a more racist or um, racist bent to it. This is what it really looks like is, you know, a bunch of people like all doing the salute and um, chanting and all that kind of shit. Like that's that's what that looks like. But if we start erasing these videos, then we can't see what that looks like. We don't know. We can maybe read about it. We can maybe look up footage at the library if you spend some time. But if it's like deleted from the public record, which is essentially what YouTube is now. Um, that could have devastating effects for for the future. It shouldn't be the public record. I mean, it's one source. I don't know why other video companies haven't emerged as like... Jared, well, it's Jared, okay. Jared. It's not being completely wiped from anybody's... You know, people... Yeah, there's Vimeo. There's other places where you can find this data. Mm -hmm. People's hard drives all, everywhere. I'm not saying it can't be recreated. I'm just saying Jared. as a general idea, it... You know, it's not good. It's just not good that they're doing that. Um, but... Yeah, I don't think there should be government intervention intervention to prevent them from doing it. I think this is why you should start YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Just all Holocaust videos. <laughs> all the time. All it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they have the... Um, videos of you know, Passover The Holocaust Museum, so like... Yeah, exactly. The Jew, if you go in there, you're going to see a lot of videos of Hitler. Are they yeah. worshipping Hitler? No. No. No, they're not. Yeah. They're just showing what happened so that we can know what it, that looks like so that we can maybe prevent it in the future you know well it's, i mean it's crazy because i posted a picture of what was happening on my local newspaper <sighs> the howard county times around here and it showed a picture of a of a female um uh, like reverend and she's like has her hand like out like she's doing the roman salute and she's got uh the rainbow flag around her and she's like talking to her, a bunch of parishioners whatever and people were getting upset because it looked like she was doing heil hitler in the picture, and they were like, maybe you should have picked another picture. There's got to be another one that was taken of her that shouldn't have made it on the cover. Like, it's like making like an okay symbol or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so it's, it's stupid shit like that. It's like they don't want they don't want you to know what Hitler said. They want you to know what what they think Hitler was. Like they don't want you to they want kind of want them to be their the source of the material because that way they can change narratives. They don't. Yeah, that's the way it looks like to me. I think it's just more just they're just you know virtue signaling and just well yeah, trying that. to cover their ass. Well, like in history, thinking about the consequences. In history books, like to your point, uh, they don't put they don't sometimes put down like citations of the Constitution. They just kind of reword like what does the Second Amendment mean, right? right? Yeah, uh, and just kind of yeah. reword things over and over again and kind of uh -huh. lose this meaning. Um, I think it's kind of funny that people who are like, well, you know, what about uh, private property? It's my private property. They could do anything you want, but also libertarians can have an opinion about that right. sort of stuff, right? And um, like there's some things that I am against, even though there could be a free market to create a lot of stuff. Like people say, well, what about sex dolls for pedophiles? Like I would be against that. Yeah. I wouldn't want, you know, if I live in a city, uh, you know, a covenant community and whatnot, I would be against someone setting up a store. I mean, people are like, well, free market created. Well, I can still have an opinion against things like that yeah. anyway. Yeah. Why right? is it such a hard concept? You, you could, you right. know, you could petition. You could, if you wanted to march in the street, you could right. boycott, whatever, yeah. encourage yeah. other people to doesn't necessarily mean you need to 
you know, make a law. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm getting really sick and tired of the same old tripe I hear from libertarians when I post something like this, and they're like, the first response is, "It's a private company. They could do what they want. It's a private company." I'm like, "Oh, is it? Okay. That that's your argument. That's where it ends. Well, that's you it. You can't have yeah. an opinion other than that. Like, Not so too. if it was a private business that was like." raping cows and then selling their corpses you'd be fine with that like that's that's cool it's because a it's a business. private business yeah. there was a uh, video that just came out with uh, animal cruelty with the cows I don't know yeah if you guys saw uh it. fair life uh, I, I think it was yeah. i didn't watch the video like i can't stand that story. no it was they were like abusing <laughs> like cows and shit i, I dude mm. i was a vegan for so long i've seen so many of those videos what well, helped you cross over I just stopped caring yeah it was very it was, good right it was yeah, very anti chops. it was very anti-human I got to that point and it was very pro legislation and just shit. Just and I just stopped caring. I was like, this just is not for me. I felt like I was pretending to be someone I wasn't. Hmm. I just got back point. from Texas and there's like there's, it's Texas is not a good place for a vegetarian. There's like pictures <laughs> of like meat and bacon and ribs everywhere. I don't know. It's just a very oh, just making me hungry. Vegans <laughs> are weird because like pedo these kinds of people would be like you know every animal is sacred. Every little like uh, you have to kind of. Uh, save all these little lives, yeah. but then at the same time, they'd be very uh, poor, killing babies, uh, pro-abortion sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, well, I guess you know, you know where their priorities lie, and which kind of they value more than the other. Exactly, mm. and the, it's just they live off of these these false uh, beliefs that like the the planet's overpopulated and right and stuff like that, which is statistically not true. And they, they they grind that into you in uh, in, high, in school. Because yeah. I remember hearing that as like, you know, the hockey stick projection. I was in school when they taught me that. We're like, you know, there's a ozone depletion layer over uh, Argentina and Antarctica. Uh, but you don't hear anything about that now because it fixed itself. Yeah, right? yeah. I know, and, and I remember the one thing that did stick out in my mind because one class, environmental science, we were telling us like the world's like overpopulated and just general like stuff like that. But then the next class I went to, which was just a regular like social studies class, they were talking about how the this was back in nineties, late nineties, early two thousands. So they were like literally the, the entire population of the whole world standing side by side, front to back, could fit in the city limits of Jacksonville. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, back then. I mean, I'm sure it's gone up since then. I mean, yeah. it was, what is it, where are we now, six trillion, uh, six billion people on the planet? Seven. You, you can fit the seven, whole world seven. population like in uh, New Zealand, and everyone has enough space. Or yeah. Texas. Um, I used to be a hardcore recycler. You know, I wouldn't put trash away. And that, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, Me too. Yeah, yeah, I was like, if this is recyclable, it goes in my pocket till I find a receptacle for it, right? Yeah, uh, I was I, I, I was would drive out to specific bins in the city <laughs> to drop off stuff that you couldn't go in the recycling bin. Uh, and then I read a... Uh, uh, no, I heard uh, Tom Woods t have this interview with this lady who used to work in that field. It's like, yeah, the whole thing's bunk. Uh, it's like, oh my god, <laughs> years of dedication. Wait, wait <laughs> what do you mean? Falling. What do you mean it's bunk? Uh, recycling's a scam. Yeah, it is. but how so? Like, what? What are uh, they doing? So, like, if you have another, you have to get another tr uh, trash can vehicle that's also create more pollution to pick up a separate part of another trash that go, takes it to another facility that sometimes is not as uh, cost prohibitive in terms of, like they, it's cheaper to make a new one than it is to recycle the old stuff uh, mm -hmm. and if, if things were also that valuable and sometimes you do find it homeless people will go through it and take it away anyways right yeah uh, but for the most part a lot of the stuff is just not worth it mm. uh, and it was based off I don't remember when I heard well, it I mean it, like it's not worth it but could it be worth it in that it's less plastic in the ocean or not well the United States like pollutes like what uh, it's like responsible for like less than like 
five percent of that. Most of that is from it's China. It's like one percent, less well, than one percent. percent. Yeah, so it's not even us that's doing it. There's this uh, commercial. The, the media put out like this barge, like in outside of like New York City, like tons of trash. It's, like the landfills are full. Where is it gonna go? Yep. We have a yeah, problem yeah. here, and so that created this hype. That never existed, right? It was a fake report. I remember yeah. um, Penn and Teller did an episode of bullshit on it, and I was, I was, I remember it blew my mind. It blew right. my mind. They were like, it, you know, this whole thing about how we're running out of room in landfills and everything. It was based off a 1987 report right. from some guy who, and they, he was proven false. Like this was proven false later on, and he came out with it, and he was. A, saying that we're running out of room and we need to there's gonna be overflowing exploding landfills and shit like that total lie and it was based off a lie and that's what got this whole recycling kick going and you gotta think about like and like the the stuff they use to bleach paper is so bad that for the environment like and they just dump it the bleach paper and, to use recycled paper. Right. And now they have like better ways to handle landfills. Like things are the ways like they yes. layer the ground with yes. all kinds of ways for things to kind of they kind of break down. So this really don't have that kind of problems. Um, I would have joined the Philippines in the war against Canada. Uh, remember <laughs> when uh, because Canada apparently had trash there left there like for seven years. It was supposed to be stuff to be recyclable, but they found like baby diapers in there and then like oh. the, the president of the uh, Philippines like look if you guys don't pick this up we are declaring war on Canada in one week uh, and I was thinking to myself well, technically uh, you could join I think the Philippines on their side in that war against Canada and not be considered treason I think it's only considered treason if, if uh, Canada allies with the US yeah. and then you're on, on the US side and was they this, could get you with that. Was that the same president who said he used to be gay but then his wife cured him? I think him that might be it. the same one. The one who that wants to give everyone guns. Yeah. Yeah. That dude's <laughs> fucking crazy. He's like, yeah, we should execute drug dealers and shit. I would have joined the Philippines insane. and crusaded uh, Canada in a heartbeat. That's for sure. <laughs> but um, uh, going back, one thing I wanted to talk about about the whole it's a private business thing. You know, They can do what they want. But it's such a dumb thing to just stop your opinion there because, like we said before, it's your right to have an opinion on something as a human being. Like, whether you like something or not. Like, I could say, I don't like root beer, but I like birch beer. Like, oh, it's a but private that, business. You shouldn't criticize doesn't it. Doesn't that say something about how... About you, root beer is the uh, drink of the intellectuals. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't it say something about how, like, we as a society conflate um, criticizing with wanting a law to be passed you know yeah it's like like i'm not asking for a law uh, yeah I, you, you know, know what i mean exactly like, but like it's it's just sad that that's what the first the first uh proposed solution is always like we need a law we need we need something we need that, violence to solve that's this why problem. libertarians Instead are of, so defensive that's why they're so quick to be like it's a private business right but, right but, but when so you're talking with other being, libertarians you right. should at least give them the benefit of the doubt like wait maybe he's not talking about armed uh thugs showing up the door maybe he's talking about you know boycotts or just not spending his money there and just right. going somewhere else or like right. writing a letter you know something non-violent but that's but also but even like uh, even in my like when i say like people say it's a private business i'm like well really is it is it a private business well that's the, the other a business that that like youtube did all these bannings they aligned with the anti-defamation league to do the, to decide who should be banned and who not mm-hmm. and i mean they're a non-government organization but yet still receives tax dollars and is funded through big government and like lobbies uh like the i'm pretty sure they they are in bed with the israeli lobby you know what i mean so how dare you phil i i know i'm sorry to trigger you man 
But no, it, also think about this too. The um, the Atlantic Council, the when they banned us and they kicked us off Facebook, they used the Atlantic Council, another non-government organization, which might add gets receives money from Northrop Grumman, Lockheed Martin, all these pro-war, you know, military global, you know, industrial complexes. Globalist. And it's it's like so they work with government. So and I I can't sit there and be like, well, this is a private institution, really. Well, the dude who runs that private institution just begged Congress to regulate him. Like, so don't fucking tell me this is a, a private business. It's not. They're colluding with government. Like, I can see it. I see it all the time. And these are organizations that take our tax dollars and they're not elected. They're not, you know, even if that means anything to you. Uh, but it's just like they're not elected. They're just there. And I'm sorry, but. That's not private to me. Pri- like, you know what I mean? Like, how often do you see, like, a, your barbershop colluding with government to get what it wants? Like, that's a private business. It's kind of like Google colluding with the Chinese government and yes. kind of censoring search terms. Like, maybe there's no pictures. So maybe they kind of Photoshop the Tiananmen Square stuff out of there, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, like, Google works with France to, for, to um, they just, they just, got, this just came out that they were working with France to determine how. Or to help France on how to censor the internet and how to censor what comes up for hate speech and stuff like that. So they're literally working with governments to prevent free speech. Still, New Zealand, the the shooting, right? Yes, censor. Yeah, yeah the, they're uh, still private. They're still private businesses. Yeah, I know they're privately they're, traded. They're, yes, I know, you know. I know. I get like that. they're in the envi- They're working with the regulators because those are the people that are regulating them. Like they have no choice. You, know, you say, could say Google, no. Google can't go in into China without playing by the rules of the Chinese government, you know. So there's gonna be some in, there's gonna be some conversation there when you're as big as Google or exactly. So how? So, but but then, that doesn't mean it's not a private company. It is a private company, but, but it's you know. But it's using a monopolistic forces of government Collusion. to achieve its goals. No, they're they're doing what the government wants. They're, the, the Chinese government is saying, we don't want this stuff that embarrasses us coming up on your search engine. So it's the government putting their thumb on the private company and making them do this, these things so that, you know, like that yeah. doesn't mean it's not a private company. But how private can you say you are when you work with government and you take you work with organizations that take our tax dollars and you're still fully private? I, it's like, who, who owns you? I get you. You're, I, mean, you're, I know, but it's. I can still say it's not that private of a, of a company at that point when you're actively working with you're demanding Congress regulate you when you could do the regulations yourself. It's still technically I mean, would you private. S- I, Kyle. Well, technically. Uh, 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 but here's, here's one. Like Walmart trying to get government to increase uh, the minimum wage. Right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, they want that law to get passed to kind of eliminate some of their sub competitors. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, yeah, they may be private, but there's interesting collusions that they have with the state uh, to limit private uh, competition to enter those markets. Yeah, that's a little bit of a different example because there you have the private company like begging to regulate or, or do something that's going to hurt their competitors as yeah. opposed to the first example, which is like Google trying to be allowed in China and, and trying to find out what they're allowed to show and not allowed to show. To me, that's not collusion. That's just, okay, we want to play by the rules. What are your rules? But what about an example, the other <laughs> example of them working with some company to uh, determine what to censor, and that company is sort of a government, at least influenced organization. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that, I'm not that saying it's really great. I'm like, not saying that it takes know. away their like private status, legally speaking. But yeah. I mean, when you have 
I mean, it's certainly cronyist, wouldn't you say? If you're working with the government in e- some fashion. socialism. Yeah. Every yeah. single company and every person in every company it has to work with the government in some regard. They're playing by the government's rules. Like, we live I under... guess it's a matter of a degree, then. I mean, because, <laughs> like, if I go and start... Yeah, if I go and start a restaurant, I have to, like, pass the red tape. It doesn't mean I'm colluding with the government. It just means right. I'm, you know, I, I have things that I have to do. Like we all have driver's licenses. Yes. It doesn't mean that we're like in bed with the government. Elon Musk <laughs> like, takes millions in uh, government grants. That now there, I'll give you that one because it's like, yeah, he's getting money from mm. the government. Like that's that's cronyism. That's a exa- perfect example of cronyism. Right. I get that, and I'm not. It's the, it, when it comes to they're not asking Cato. They're not going to like Cato saying what. What should we ban? What shouldn't we ban? They're not going to Mises saying, what should we ban? What shouldn't we ban? No, they're going to the Atlantic Council. And the Atlantic Council is being funded through them or is being is being told through them, like working with them, like, this is what we don't want you to put. This is what we want you to throttle. Anything that's anti-government, throttle. And they're like, okay, regulate me, baby. Do it harder. <laughs> but what about like their search terms? The way that their search results and algorithm is more like uh, liberal based and biased and things of like course. they're going to look for, right? And then the things where you search for other terms for libertarian, conservative, that kind of you know throw you in the loop and show some crazy people uh, and those terms that comes up instead. Yeah, right? yeah, you find the Kyle Wagner's of the world, right? I think that yeah. goes to the uh, just the bias of the companies themselves. I, I think it's Silicon Valley in general. It's well known has a left a left leaning bias. They're very, they're very anti-Trump, which, you know. You can look at where their donations are going to. Right? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're mostly Democrats. So, right. So does the government own YouTube, or does YouTube own the government? Dun-dun-dun. Mm. I think uh, YouTube's publicly owned, right? So It's like stockholders. It's owned by Google, and Google's a public company. So if you own shares of Google... So are you saying we own Google, dude? <laughs> I guess I don't know if you if you bought Google stock. They said uh, the first early angel investors for Uber, like putting down like twenty thousand dollars, mega millionaires now. I know. I wish that was me. I was right. just thinking that. I was like, I wish I would have invested. But this is so it. funny because like I always talk about this buddy I work with. We're always like, he always walks by me. Like, Man, we we need fucking we need to win the lottery. I'm like, yeah, but we need to play it first. Like, me and him always say that, but we never buy tickets or anything. We're just it's so it's good. You should like, you should not buy lottery tickets. That's yeah. not a good that's not a good I strategy. I know. <laughs> like, the National Harbor, right? MGM. Yeah, yeah. Quarter slots. <laughs> there you go. Right, but just so because we yeah, see now the horseshoe. Like, oh yeah, I got the horseshoe. Right? Yeah, that's like right up the street. Yeah, the, the gambling. Uh, it's interesting in Maryland. We didn't used to have gambling, and it's progressively gotten more and more gambling legalized. But mm. it's only because they've had to promise what fifty percent of the revenues or something ridiculous to the education. government. But now they're saying they're not getting it. They're saying that schools are still underfunded. When they oh, they're always they're always, always underfunded. Yeah. <laughs> when were the schools ever like? You know what? We're good. Yeah, we're yeah. good. You know, we're gonna give you back some money because we were just so fully funded. Man. We did it. <laughs> like, we we're, did. O- we're overfunded. <laughs> It's like I think that's like a you know a, a law of government agencies. They never 
never have enough, right? The budget it's, is never enough. Well, it's kind of like in the military. Yeah. If, mm, you only, you if you don't use it, you lose it, right? So yep. if you allocate a budget, like say $100,000, and say so you only really need a 60000 but if you don't use the other 40000 in any miscellaneous stuff, the next budget is not going to be allocated for you to still have 100000 It'll be cut right. down right. to 60000 I recently read a story about, um, the, I think, I forget which, I don't know what vehicle or whatever. I think it might have been some type of, I forget what it was, but it was, they bought the, uh, the Air Force bought $30,000 toilet seats. Toilet seats. Not toilets, not yeah. toilet systems. 30000 They made out of gold? I, shit, man. They could have been. <laughs> and so that was their justification. Really, it was like, well, we had it in the budget. We needed it for this. We, you know, so, yeah, because if you spent cheaper, you would have to give a portion of that back uh, the next, what, the next fiscal year or whatever. Yeah, I've read something about lobster dinners, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's nuts. It's hmm. insane. I wish I had more the docs on it, but I, I don't. I forgot to put it on the board, but I did want to mention that um, I want to talk about the scooters. You know, like I, um, we have these electric scooters. I don't know if all the listeners have seen these, but if you live in a city, you've definitely seen them. Yeah, like it's like Bird and Lime, and then there's uh, Uber. Uber and Lyft both have their brands too. And uh, Baltimore recently came out with a bill proposal to uh, strictly regulate the crap out of these scooters. They're going to put a speed limit of, I think it's like eight miles an hour, which is pretty slow. Dude, you could run faster than that. (laughs) Pretty slow. Dude, I could run faster than that. And they want to uh, limit. A lot of chafing, but I could do it. They want to limit it to four. You might die at the end, but you you can go make it it there. (laughs) Are going to tell you that they have to wear helmets too now? I don't oh, know about safety oh, equipment. What? I'm sure. I'm sure that's on the. Be on prepared the list for the lice of, epidemic. Oh, right. <laughs> list, you got to get like, arm signals, dude. And you know, all this does, all this does, is hurt the poor. Of yeah. course, because of course. Who, most of the people that I see riding these, now there's some like hipsters you'll see on them, or just like regular people. But like, if you go into like the sort of uh, shadier parts of Baltimore or the poorer parts of Baltimore. There's a ton of a ton of the people in that area the, in those communities that are using these because yeah. they're a cheap way to get from point A to point B. You don't have to ride the bus. You don't have to like hitchhike. You can just hop on this thing, swipe your credit card in, and then go, and you're there, and it's cheap. Well, it's uh like app based, so they'd have to have a smartphone, right? Yeah, but there you go. a lot of poor people have phones. they they yeah, do. poor people they in this country have phones in this country. Yeah, yeah, um, that's not an issue. It's yeah. just you know, but now it's like they. It's a human right. Well, let me give you the other regulations. (laughs) I didn't get my Obama phone. They want to limit it to four companies. They don't want any more companies to be allowed to come in and compete. And one of them is going to be the Baltimore City Company (laughs) of Scooters, right? I don't know. Fascism. um, Oh, and the mandatory headlights. They want all the scooters to be required to have lighting. Um, Some of them right now, I think, shut down at 9 p.m. They won't work after 9, and then other ones, if they have lights, they will work. Could you imagine having to walk your stupid scooter across that, like, 9.03? You're just walking through the hood and just like... What's up, guys? Yeah, <laughs> nine o'clock. It hit, starts man. piddling out. You're like, oh no, like, God, damn come it. on. Yeah, what if you're like in the middle of an intersection? <laughs> yeah. and it shuts off. You're I just saw like, one. <laughs> I saw one on a highway driving through DC on 395. Somebody went on the highway. Uh, yeah. I just left it there. So I guess, I don't know, a drunken night and just like, well, I'm done with this. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was just in DC the other night and I, I was, I had to park like um, about a half mile away from the venue. I was seeing, uh, seeing band sick of it all in Slapshot, and I was at the Rock and Roll Hotel. And I, I had to park so far away. I was walking. And, dude, every single time I look up, there was another scooter going past me. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I heard about it, but you mm. really don't see it until you're actually in the city. And I was also in Baltimore. Um, I was 
I was in the middle of like, the city uh, on Thursday, and I was seeing them. Everybody riding them there. It was mm. crazy. So it's it, it's gotten. I say in the past year or two, it's gotten huge. Yeah, it really has. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens with the regulation. So but speaking of that about oh. hurting the poor, I know you. Yeah, you, you go say- ahead. I I just remembered what I wanted to say though. It was um, I forgot. Uh, sorry, my bad. What uh, about but bum like, fights, boxing matches? Do we bring that back again? <laughs> oh, jeez. But uh, so this brings me back to like hurting the poor. It was um, this this Connecticut this representative from Connecticut, Jillian uh, Gilcrest. She like had this crusade where she like she posted this on she posted this on Twitter. She said, you know, I am beyond pleased that Connecticut will join the rest of the country in licensing eyelash technicians, aestheticians, and nail technicians. Oh, great. And, and starting in the next year or two. And so, like, of course, like, I posted this on the Instagram, and it says, imagine bragging about keeping poor people from getting jobs. And that's essentially what this is. I mean, think about that. Like, to apply nail polish, you need a fucking license? Yeah, they, they go way overboard with the licensing. Um, my point on, on the scooters was going to be with public property and public roads. And oh. making, making rules for those roads, like, I guess in the... Um, in Kapistan, where the roads would be privatized, the private owners would set the rules. But since we have public roads, like there's going to be some rules in, for on these scooters. And I don't agree with limiting the number of companies, but like I don't ne- necessarily think that you should be allowed to ride them on the highways. I don't know what you guys think about that. Would you go for it? You would allow? Yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, it'd be wild. I mean, all right. So you look at <laughs> eight miles an hour slowly. I mean, especially <laughs> congestion and rush hours, like. Right, it's coming here from uh, from Richmond. Uh, yeah, I could see someone on a scooter just doing faster than I was. Um, but you find places wow. like uh, in Europe where they kind of remove all the street lights and all the traffic signs becomes a shared road experience. People are on their bicycles. Uh, congestion uh, actually decreased. Uh, traffic flow uh, increased. People were able to get faster to where they wanted to go in their destination. Yeah, so maybe I've, something like that. And yeah. that was public. That's public property. All right. I I, I guess I don't know. I I guess I'd have to see it on the um the uh, highway the highway scooters. You know, doing fifteen miles well, that, an hour. Then you can't re- then you the can't curb. regulate them to eight miles an hour though. Right. That that, that, yeah. that those two things wouldn't. Might not jive. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like an awful I, and idea. I, I don't know, man. Like it's like it's a balancing act. It'd be crazy to see somebody trying to do thirty-five on one of those things. <laughs> Some like, men just want to watch no the world burn. They have no suspension whatsoever. Right? If you hit like, a oh yeah, bump, especially like a Baltimore City pothole. Dude, if you hit, a, if you hit a pothole, like you will go to two ninety-five. Half the road's missing. Yeah. You're like, yeah. So, uh, yeah. You got yeah. like with like the one lane is like completely fucked. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I do not. I don't believe in the the no stoplights thing. I know that's a popular libertarian thing. Like if we had no stoplights everything would just work and people would stop and go as they needed uh, to and it works I'm, like, in europe. I'm like ah oh, yeah, i doubt it it I does it. it does really like you see some videos online of like this crazy chinese intersection i've seen and the you're video like, and how is no one want, dying how is no one dying in this like that, all right, so, right so the reason why it works well for them is that they're not like here we're looking at lights we're not looking at each other right so even like driving you're just kind of looking at lights even if you're looking at your phone uh, where when you remove all that stuff, you make eye contact with each other, and so you're able to go at a speed that's comparable where everyone. Yeah, is. dude, we don't grow up with authoritarian uh, games like uh, red light and yeah. like <laughs> red, red light, light green stop. light. I don't know. I like green the uh, it's your turn. Okay, now it's my turn. That works for me. Can I use the bathroom? All right, here's a permission slip. That's that's when you're a hardcore libertarian when you get like triggered by traffic lights. You're like, I get triggered by the game. Like kids playing, I'm like, (laughs) so what made what gave him the authority to tell you to stop? 
when he said stop. But here's the thing. If you did, you know, if, if we lived in Ancapistan and you had private ownership of the roads, you could find out what works best, right? You'd have one owner that'd be like, I, think, I still think traffic lights are a good idea. And you can measure that, right? And you can measure, like, whether that is effective or not and then compare it to this other guy's like, no traffic lights, everyone can do whatever they want. Or, yeah. or maybe we just have a stop sign here and there just to, like, make you sure people stop. awesome cars on the road, Mad Max styles, because a lot of the cars <laughs> on the roads are kind of uh, limited by government regulation and stuff like that. Like, the technology is limited. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, just America, outside of traffic lights would be yeah. completely different. Be, but Men used to be very dangerous and taming the wild and climbing mountains, and I think we can do very well ourselves, you know, crossing the street and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Getting from point A to point B. It is so embarrassing, like standing there, like waiting where the signs got the stupid orange hand telling you you can't cross, but like there's no cars coming at all. Or like, just when you're like I'm, out at like three in the morning and there's a red light and you're sitting there, yeah, like, literally no traffic. Yes. I usually just go. They do find that uh, it's actually traffic gets more congested when you have a cop directing it. Uh, if yeah. you don't have a cop, traffic actually moves a lot faster. People because kinda... you see a stupid cop car there, and you're like, oh, yeah. time to slam on my brakes. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Right. it's like the pig's trying to pull me over. Roads. Roads. Yeah. Can't live with <laughs> them. <laughs> Fuck them. No. Uh, all right, let's move on to Pride Parade, man. Yeah, so are so you going, going to the... Yeah, so are you going to the straight parade? The straight Pride Parade? If they're giving out free Chick-fil-A sandwiches, hell yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by yeah. Macy's. I don't know. I mean, I think it's just kind of an asinine. It's so it's a troll thing. job. Like, come yeah, on, it's got to be a troll, right? No, yes. No, this this parade would be people actually dressed uh, respectably, <laughs> ties and suits. There, there's not going to be any kid uh, dancing around half naked and twerking. Did you see that shit? Uh, that video? <laughs> yeah, yeah. At one yeah. of the pride parades, there was a seven year old twerking like on the right. ground in front of a group of men and shit. It was so gross. Oh, weird. Yeah. Right. This is the the marshal is going to be Milo, so you can't really say it's anti gay <laughs> or anything like that. Right. Um. Now, here's an interesting thing. A lot of people say that you can't have pride over things that you never took part of. You're like, well, you can't be a proud German. You can't be, you, why are you waving that flag? You never did any of this or accomplished that. Well, you can say the same thing then to uh, people at the gay pride parade, right? If you're born gay, you didn't do anything to be gay, right? So you can't be proud. So it's pride to be something that you didn't really do much anything towards that. Oh, right? my God. I'm thinking of making a, a hilarious meme with that. Well, I mean, at the same time, it's the, so true. the opposite side of that coin would say that uh, haven't um, gay people went through a lot of like, uh, you know, bullshit. Like until recently, they tell us about your to... persecution, Matt. Anyways, and, and until recently, <laughs> until recently, Kyle and I were, were not able to. Were win. you at Stonewall? Uh, what Jackson? Is that the name of that place? Were you there? Was that you? No, uh, none yeah. of these people were there. Same thing, like they say. Well, you didn't participate in that hockey game. You weren't in that battle. Well, right? I mean, Kyle I, might have participated. Well, in you know, I, I think game. gay marriage has only been legal for like four or five years in Maryland. So there, there could they be did, plenty of people who discriminates against in single people because it's mostly uh, tax benefits that you're going after. I mean, okay. See, I would I would agree with that. I would say get the state out of marriage. You yeah. know, I, I think Alabama. Great miracle. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> personally, I would say get the state out of marriage, and I really think it, it mostly just penalizes uh, single people, you know, because when you're single, you you don't get that uh, break on taxes, right. you know. Um, at, at the same time, uh, I'm I'm not going to. I, I would like to see. I would like to see everybody get a break on taxes, so I'm not going to say take away the break of taxes from, the, you know what I mean? No one was saying gays yeah. couldn't get married. It was just it wasn't going to be recognized by government. No one's saying that you couldn't do your own private ceremonies. Nobody was stopping any of that stuff mm -hmm. happening. Um, yeah. What it was is just uh, 
it wouldn't be recognized by government for, for you know, tax reasons, stuff like that. Uh, and, of course, government should have been involved. The only reason they got involved was pre- to prevent interracial marriages, right? Well, well Cal, so they, you like tax breaks, right? Uh, yeah, I hate taxes, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, isn't it cool that, like, it's like this. Like, some people say tax the churches, and it's like, no. I mean, no, it's yeah. like... Make everyone like the church. Ex- Tax-free. Ex- exactly, yeah. you know? So, I mean... It, don't you at I all think it's like it's cool that you know gays can get married and they can pay less taxes? The gays could have always gotten married. It just wasn't and recognized they by the pay government. Less taxes, though. They should have yeah, been against government being involved in marriage. They, they wanted that the, uh, was the point that they should have gone. Yeah, oh, they they wanted, I, I they totally wanted, agree with yeah. that. There yeah. are other things with, involved with it, like uh, you have like deathbed rights when you know you can say whether to pull the plug on your spouse. Right. Or, Those are contracts, there's, though. There's uh, pensions and social security, so there's like. You know who gets what money, and then there's like custody and divorce over what the kid. Like, there's a lot of like little implications with being married, where it, you form a legal partnership with somebody, and not having that, I, I don't know how those issues would be resolved. Those are lawyers, though. Those they they draw that up. That existed. Anyone could have done that. Well, like I, I kind of feel like, uh, well, feel like I, I just kind of think that um, you know you, you're not going to be able to get you're, you're probably not going to be able to get feelings, government man. out of those things. It, it's <laughs> Alabama just did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't Alabama just wrote off marriages that so they're not going to be involved uh, in uh, licensing it. I mean, I saw it's, it's, it's great. Gonna... I wish you could get government out of those things. Yeah. You know, I w- wish you could just like eliminate it totally. Yeah. You know? uh, when, when, when I get married, there's no be, no government license, anything like that. You can get married not on the blockchain. Yeah, but I mean, right. it'll forever be recorded. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want to get married and get the tax break? Um. Well, because it's not a relationship with government, right? It's a relationship between you and your partner uh, and God or who, who are, and whatever it is you want to believe in. Right. But it's right. not a relationship between me, who I love, and government, right? I don't care about the tax break. I'm, I'm fine letting go of the tax break as long as uh, to say that government is not going to be invited in this private ritual. That's not a person I want anywhere to be involved in something uh, sanctimonious. It gets it gets hairy, especially if you split. If the relationship goes sour, and then you're fighting over who gets the house, who gets the car, who gets the kid, who gets the money, who gets the alimony, who has to pay child support. So there's a, that's where the two people tend to fight, you know. Yeah, and a lot of this stuff you have your prenup, prenups, but a lot of this stuff is just luring. This is just contract work. What happens when this happens? It's in the contract, and things kind of get delineated from there. Yeah, but contracts um, ultimately go to a court, you know, to be enforced, like a government court. So they, if you just have a fight, private, and you guys can't ever come to, to agreement. Like I have a couple friends that have gotten divorced, and they have a very bad relationship, and they're they've had to go to court numerous times to get a judgment one way or the other. They just haven't been able to settle it otherwise. The so. divorce rates are horrible. Yeah. Uh, what caused that? What, why is worse? Where's that coming from? I don't know. Uh, they do say uh, the more partners, uh, premarital partners that you have, like of 10 or more after that, the success rate of that marriage uh, drops like, well, like it's 20% at that point. 80% more likely to be unhappy and unfulfilled and ending in a divorce. Uh, why did that happen? I think that, I think there's a lot of uh, stuff that, People want to remove, like, uh, tradition. I think tradition is great. Maybe there's a reason, reason why pre, uh, waiting until you get married, it was important, right? But you find a lot of liberals trying to just sexualize everything, say that it doesn't matter. Uh, and you find this uh, on Netflix. You find this in public schools. And then, you now, who, no wonder, you know, divorce rates are so high. Uh, no wonder there's a lot of unhappy marriages. Uh, I That's think, why Kyle's saving himself. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Kyle. For the right guy. Yeah. For the right man. <laughs> So I, I think it's uh, 
it's it's a consequence of other things that should be looked at culturally. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more on that, man. I, you speak in my language. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jared's a sexual you, you deviant. Okay. So. <laughs> no, no. It's the Jew in it. I mean, I fit what you're saying. I just, I don't, I don't know. No, I, I, I get what you're saying to the <clears throat> point, but, but going back to the whole marriage issue is, is people like they talk about it as if it's like a civil rights issue of like. I need the only reason my relationship is valid is if the government says it's valid. <laughs> right. Like that, the appeal to authority on that is so strange to me. Because right. I, if I, if if I was turned away from a business, I would be it, pissed. But I'd be, I, it's most about you. people wanting the, here. It's most about people wanting the benefits that, that we just listed. I completely agree with you on that part. That's what it's but, mostly but, about. But when I hear the arguments when people shift it to this is I need I need the piece of paper. I need the judge to tell me it's okay. Right. And it's not fair. Some other people do it. It's not. Completely agree with you on tax reasons. Like that's why we got married too. Is tax reasons. I'm not awesome. joining on anybody who's done it for that. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. So, me personally, I'm, I'm whatever, not going to buy government. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, w- okay. but I'm just saying, like the appeal to authority of like w- it's only legitimate if government says it is, and like I need government to tell me that, and I'm going to fight my way. Government get, legitimizes my relationship, and like no, that's not how relationships work. If so, like I said, if I got kicked out of a business for whatever reason because they didn't like the way I look or whatever, I'd be pissed. Like don't get me wrong, I'd be fucking pissed. But you know what? Then I say. Fuck you! I'll go find somewhere else. I'll go to a church that accepts me, and I'll live my life. And you know, what? I'm gonna pay more, and it sucks. It's not fair, but it, that's a whole different issue. But I'm talking about the validity of the relationship seems to be completely on this topic of like the government tells me it's okay, right? And that's that's the one argument that drives me crazy when you hear a lot of like the sob stories, which it sucks. Yeah, it does. I'd be pissed. You have every right to be upset and mad because it's weird. How some reason government's even involved in marriage in the first place? It's really fucking weird. Right. But I I think now it's it's like I said before. It's like this trillion dollar indoctrination machine that we've been put in since birth it tells us we need government for to approve of this. We need government. We need licenses and regulations, and we need government to tell us it's okay. We go to schooling where they give us grades and they give us thumbs ups and stickers and stars telling us you did a good job from a teacher taller and smarter than you and you're just this weak, stupid kid. Like, yeah. it's, it's that appeal to authority that we need to, and it, I think it translates over to people when they get older, and I think that's where this issue comes from. And tax is definitely a reason it's, for like, it's people like us. It's Kyle Wagner syndrome, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. I, get married I, to nice road. Yeah, I, I don't have any issue with like the gay pride festival. I, I look at it like or parade, I guess it is. But like I look at it as just kind of a, a, a niche in, a niche interest like or a niche thing that people are into. Like my friend just went to a metal festival, like Comic Con this weekend or Comic Con. You know, what metal festival. I, Tell me the I would fest. say like I, the I would say the whole maybe they should re because I kind of relate it to maybe like how and obviously, you know, being anarchists, most of us, except for you, Kyle, mm-hmm. uh, this isn't the best analogy, but the fact that people celebrate, uh, you know, Independence Day, right? Yeah. When this happened, like, what, 250, 275 years ago, you know, we're not we're not colon- being colonized anymore, right? Why are we still celebrating this? Well, it's just remembering this event that happened. Perhaps gay pride can be reframed as, like, a celebration of gays sort of achieving... Uh, you know, more understanding in the culture and less oppression and, and you know, getting, 
you know, advancing society, advancing to be more accepting. Also, look, look at the look at the coding they did. I mean, look, Armistice Day was turned into what? Veterans Day. Mm. Fourth of July, uh, Independence Day turned into what? Fourth of July, not Independence Day. Hardly. Right, it's like right, half and half. Right. People call Fourth of July. Right. It yeah. is all it's, in the name too. Right. It's. It's that slow. But they have a day, not you. a whole month. Let's all right. What's this? Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, not a whole month. Let's have it give you a whole month. This one day is enough. No, I mean, okay. <laughs> I guess the thing that I don't like about it all is like it's just identity politics in general. Right. You know. Yeah. It's sure. just like I mean I, I've been saying this for years and probably everybody here agrees with me. It's um you know why can't we just uh, we're all individuals and individuals all have the same rights. You know, why can't we just like end it there? You know, why do we need like 420 genders? Yeah, right. Two, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think that there's two. I Bergman's like a third, I think. Oh, okay. No, you're talking about his chromosomes, I think. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I think from from here, we're going to move it on to the after hours. Yeah. And, oh, yes. Uh, so we have uh, T-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you put in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast. They got some new cool shirts, too, man. I totally hit it up. Yeah, so put in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, and you'll receive a 10% discount. Until next time, live free or die. Stay liberated. Not aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes obsolete!